Take the money and run. Pod podcast show. Yes, so I'm your host Trevor. Tonight you're joined by Alex. Alex, how you doing tonight? Yo, yo, yo. And we're also joined by Andy. Andy, how you doing tonight? Squeaks McGee, I'm good. God, and we are here with the episode 14 recap show. Um, kind of all over the place this episode. Um, you know, I, me and Andy are a little out of it. You know, we kind of, uh, we're so used to watching Battle of the X's too. We, we were doing a good old recap of that. And, uh, you know, these 90 minute episodes, it throws you off. So, uh, with that said, I feel like this episode, I like to get into it with how the voting went because that's how I see. And I think it was a horrible mistake of what Corey or excuse me, what Anissa and Kyle did. I don't know what you guys think on that, but I think that was one of the worst moves this entire season. Um, yeah, I, I think there was a good 20 minutes in the middle of the episode where it was actually very interesting because, like, I, I think it got to the point where there's only six teams left, and so everybody's vote you know, clearly mattered a whole lot. Um, and when they were kind of deciding who was going to vote for who, who – the double agents vote was going to be who the house vote was going to be. I think it was actually like that part to me was the entertaining part of the episode. Uh, the challenge I thought was okay. I thought the elimination, I mean, it would just happen so quickly. Um, but I think overall, overall, I think this one was an average episode. I want to go hard below average. Um, but I would say, I would say overall, overall is okay. Yeah, I, I think Jesse Adams in the chat, welcome. Uh, 7.5, I think that's a fair score for tonight's episode. Uh, and I feel like we're kind of, I know we always bring it up, but we're, we're, we're like towards the end of that railroad track, and it's just kind of like that gauntlet. Um, and I don't know. I feel like it, it just really pissed me off, that voting tonight. I feel like if you would have thrown in CT against Darrell, one, you're eliminating that up. Uh, one of the greatest people of all time, even though Darrell still went home, spoiler. Um, but I feel like it could have been so much better with those two going at it. Corey still wouldn't have had a skull, so what the hell would have happened there? And then two people with the skull going together would have been crazy. So that's what I wanted to see. It didn't happen. Andy, can you hear us? Or how, how are you doing? Seems like he's still got some technical difficulty. Um, and Trent, Trent, going, going off of your point, I think. I, I also hated the move of voting in Corey in a big T. And I think the second Kyle and Anissa made that move, like if they would have made some a different move, I think the episode would have gone up and it just went straight down from there. Like it was going at a decent pace up until that point, And then they made that decision and it just ruined any potential that the last 20 minutes had. Yeah. It, it just wasn't like they could have made that power move and they didn't. And it was a real yeah. shame that they didn't make that power move completely. 
Andy, are you with us? Can you hear us now? Are you good? Yes, I'm good. Can you hear me? Um, yeah, we hear you. How, how do you think tonight's episode went? I thought it was so boring. I hated it. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> I, I mean, there's really no other way for me to put it. And, and we talked about this beforehand. I mean, the fact that we are watching Battle of the X's 2, that is one of my favorite seasons of the challenge. So I have a very good challenge taste in my mouth. And then, and then, I mean, to see this, it's just like, it didn't do it for me. I thought the challenge was weak. I thought the elimination was weak. And there was no drama. There was no, like, storylines. There was nothing to it. It was just... For me, it sucked. This is one of my least favorite episodes of the season. Yeah, and I we'll get into it because we'll bring up the March Madness and all the voting and stuff. But if I were you guys, I would definitely go back and rewatch some of those old seasons. They're good. They are actually n- night and day better. Like it's crazy how good they are. Like, I mean, we're at what what episode are we at? Six of Battle of the X's two. We just saw bananas went home and stuff. And like it's actually like intense. What? Well, went home. Yeah, yeah. He went to a house. He didn't go home. Went to X Isle, but uh, it's just night and day better. And you know, it's a real shame we're kind of on that path. You know, we. I forget where it was. I would say probably Rivals Three. Alex, wouldn't you say so? It's just kind of taken a nosedive ever since. I would. Yeah. I would. Well, I would say no. I would say X Two because right after that was Bloodline. Okay, well, well, the thing about Bloodlines, it's like you got X's 2, and then you just got that outlier. But then Rivals 3 was a good season, too. But I don't think it was a better season than X's 2. I think we can agree on that. Yeah. And I don't discredit Bloodlines, because I didn't think it was a bad idea. Worst season of all time. Okay. But I, I didn't hate the idea. But, oh, my God. Terrible season. It's so, not- like, it was one of those things where they tried it, it was a huge fail, and then they scrapped it. So, like, I put Bloodlines as, like, an idea pile similar with the Skull. Terrible idea. Scrap it move on. Go to something else. Another thing that stood out to me, and we'll get into the episode right after this, but the, the challenges and the eliminations are so much better. Like, the daily challenges yeah. are good. Uh, you think now it's just, you know, Oh, let's just have a oxygen mask and 10 out of 12 people can't do it. Like, I don't know. That's enough. We make make the secret word be decode because they're agents. Oh, come on. Honestly, I'm surprised nobody solved that without just looking at the letters. I feel like that was a pretty easy word to No, There were a lot of letters there. It wasn't just those five or six or whatever. There are bu- oh, a bunch of letters. God. All right. Stupid challenge. All right. So let's just dive right into the episode. Let's just dive in. So, Alex, did we have your famous walkout to begin with? I don't think so. No, we, we did. It was just in the hallway. The first shot of the, the first shot of the house was Nani walking in like a hallway within the, within the house as opposed to the classic front door entrance. So I think the streak continued. It just was a different part of the house. Gotcha. So that happens. And then the first big thing um, would be what? Corey calling out Kyle? 
Yeah, Alex. that kind of that kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, I thought they were kind of I thought they were kind of boys, and obviously, you know, we'll get into the voting and everything. But I mean, this was Kyle ended up giving Corey what he wanted, even though at the beginning of the episode, Corey was asking for Kyle's head. Yeah, absolutely. I just think I I don't know. I mean, there's so much foreshadowing now; it kind of just ruins the episode. Just I think. Andy, did you get that or get that taste? No homo. Uh, I mean, I thought I I and there was no part of the episode I enjoyed. Not a single part. I don't know if I'm just super sour on it, but I thought it sucked. I did pick up. I mean, um, it was like four episodes ago where. Um, Corey was calling out Kyle. He did it very like indiscreetly where he said it was a uh, God. It was Devin was still around. It was like Devin was pushing Josh's buttons and they were fighting in the kitchen. And Corey said like, I'm coming for your skull and pointed like right to Kyle. And it made, it was a very odd thing for him to say. So that didn't really stick out to me too much today, but all of it just sucked. I, I'm 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 about ready to throw on Battle of the X's too. Yeah, I mean, should we? Should we just end this? You know, I, I can connect and we'll, we'll just live stream it on. Honestly, um, but really, besides that, I mean, in the beginning of the episode, nothing happened really, right? Just there's, and then the little. Go ahead. There's not a whole lot at all. Yeah, it sucked, and and that's the thing. Nothing's happening. It's so we have ninety fucking minute episodes, and nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. Who's paying for this shit? Like, unbelievable. It's ridiculous. All right. So let's just, let's just go right into the challenge. Let's just dive right in. Yeah. Let's just dive in. I think we can probably do a quick sort of team-by-team team recap because there's only six teams. Um, first one, Anissa and Kyle, and I obviously will get to them. They ended up being the fucking winners. I mean, they were – I when they when they went because they were first, it was like, oh, you know, average performance. But then you saw three teams in a row, DQ right after it, that kind of made their you know performance even more impressive. And then obviously they win anyway. So I feel like when they won, it wasn't that surprising. But then you saw better teams on paper do worse than them. Yeah, I mean <laughs> I mean uh, Trev doing his best impression of an Andy rant. I mean, not really. I mean, Andy's rants are Andy's rants are up here. Everybody, you can't compete with that. He's he's just so off the rails. So sorry about that. But hey, I do want to give a shout out to our loyal AWL out there, Jesse Adams, for being in the chat on St. Patrick's Day. Our only one. So proud of him. Uh, we just love to see it. And Jesse, anytime you're available, we would love to have you on. You know, just a little hop on. Maybe tonight. Honestly, we'll send you the link, and you know. Who says I would no? love. I would love to hear Jesse Rand. Yeah, and we could talk literally the you know the bracket or whatever. It's it's kind of a slow night, so um, I mean, let us know. We'll, we'll send you the link. So, it so, is St. Patty's Day. Oh, is it? I thought it was Valentine's Day. Um, and all, all those are green out there. And Corey and Corey's playing for his kids. Is he? So, so Anissa and Kyle go, Trevor leaves, and then the next the next team, I think, was big Corey. And how can Corey continue to be this shitty at this stuff? How can he go underwater and say he got drowned as a kid? I mean, that was out of nowhere. 
I mean, what was that? Like, you expect to see something like this from a Josiah or, like, a, a rookie guy. But then this shit, Corey's been doing this for a decade. He's playing for his kids, if you didn't remember. And then he just comes up from the water in five seconds. Corey has kids? I I had no idea he had kids. Um, Surely, like, a stable, successful relationship. Oh, but definitely not a challenge baby either. Um, no. No, couldn't Surely be. Surely not named, like, Gauntlet. God, the thing is that that I just can't believe, and I hate to bring up old seasons again, but Uh-oh. I picture the Uh-oh. one of Bananas and Abe when they're in the box, you know, when they're swimming underwater. I think it was Bloodlines, actually, right? And they hated each other, yeah. And they- Yeah, I mean, as much as I hated that season, that challenge is 10 times harder than what they did tonight. All they had to do was know how to freaking do it where they could have practiced it for literally 10 seconds before they actually take off. And everybody's having a hard time uh, doing it. It's ridiculous. So this was not a difficult challenge. No, at all. No, the box one was a very hard challenge. Yeah. This was just, it pissed me off off even more because the way TJ kind of laid out the rules, I thought it was going to be much harder, especially when it's something like this, you know, you can only take one breath or underwater. Like usually it, it would be like triple the distance, but then they showed like an overhead view of it. And I was like, is that it? Like it, that was I'm, not hard at all. I'm fairly certain that my five-year-old niece could have accomplished this challenge. God, ARB junior, junior. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. How many teams were disqualified? Three. Yes, and Nissan Kyle went. The next three teams got disqualified, and then CT and Cam, Casey and, Casey and Leroy both finished it. God, I mean that's just horrible. I know. Okay, Nani did get kicked in the face, but she, she should have waited. Why didn't she just wait for a second, fix her mask or whatever, and then go down? Like it was so pointless. It I don't was know. So I like, stupid, stupid I challenge. Like, Fessy, Fessy didn't even know that there was somebody behind him. I mean, he's used to, you know, he's used to running these quick slant routes, uh, playing football at University of Tennessee. He's used to just running quick, you know, quick, quick out of the jump, not worrying about who's behind him, going straight, looking back, getting the ball, going forward. And then this kind of screwed him over. And this, I mean, because he, he had no idea that he kicked Nani. Chattanooga. Chattanooga. Oh. And then he the end. And then he he actually tried to pull, I think, Nani back down into the water, and then they just had to slap her because she was about to die. Dude, yeah, that's another thing. Can we talk about that? How Fez Z uh, almost tried killing Nani. Like, Nani was, like, going back up because she was like, I can't breathe or whatever, and he's starting to come and start pulling her back down. Is I mean, he's just, it, it's just very true to Fez Z form to kick his partner in the face, try to drown her, and then also blame the challenge on her. Absolutely. I mean, that's just very fezzy. But he is a humble guy. And very he is humble. an introvert. Yeah. He's an introvert. So then the last team to go was Cam and Lee or Casey and Leroy. Oh, I guess we got CT first. CT and Cam. What did you guys think about their performance? Uh, I mean, it's not a good I team. Expect, I expect better from them. I expect they're they're not a good team together. Well, I mean, hopefully they don't become a team for the final. But you know, I, we'll, get that. we'll get into I, that. I, I think it was it was kind of it proved our theory 
that we talk about here, you know, every now and then in terms of the challenge puzzle masters. Basically, you know, anytime anybody solves a puzzle, they're dubbed as a puzzle master, which in this case, you had two puzzle masters working together on the same team. And you think that if there's two puzzle masters working together, they'd do it even faster. But I mean, it, it kind of gave me Sarah rivals one vibes, you know, Devin losing to Darrell vibes, like, puzzle, you know, puzzle Kings and Queens who just can't actually do puzzles. They did it one time. Absolutely. It's, um, it's kind of like, it's kind of like in the old game, uh, King's cup, the old drinking game, the higher level guys will understand when you pull the queen and you're just the question, question master. And the only reason you are the question master is because you drew the queen. But then you have two people with queens, and then it turns into the Spider-Man meme of them just pointing at each other saying, wait a minute, that's exactly what happened. And then, of course, Cam does the first part of the challenge, and CT finishes it. Then they're like hugging, yeah, we got it. And then Cam's expecting some recognition, but CT's expecting some recognition. So, yeah, I mean, it was just Oh, that was bananas. awkward. And, you know, love by you join us in the chat. Um says, why can't CT listen, though? Ego, just let her solve it. And, you know, when you have those type of people, you either got to go one way or the other. Either A, let CT do it, or A, let Cam do it. Like, and obviously both of them have pretty big egos. They both want, you know, to be that top person. And, I mean, it showed tonight. They were both kind of like arguing with each other. Not a good team. You know, they're kind of these captains, you want to say. Um, so it should be – what? Who would you say? I mean, I would not say that Cam's necessarily better at puzzles than CT. Well, I don't think anybody is. I don't think you can actually say anybody's good at like puzzles in general. Like, there's no puzzle king that is just like, oh, if you're in a puzzle against them, like you're screwed. Like maybe if you're against like Corey, you, you got an easy road or something. Uh, you think? But, but realistically, I mean, like. Sarah lost to John A and Jasmine or whatever. Like, it, I mean, it doesn't matter who you're going. Oh, yeah, to. John A and Jasmine are the puzzle queens. All right, we're well, I'm done with this. But all right, are so we then done? isn't that the, the end way, of the episode? Didn't it just kind of end? The way they did close out the challenge, I was a fan of because I think this was maybe the first time all season where TJ had a curveball, a fake out that did actually end up being a fake out. Yeah, when he's they went they went to commercial and they said you know two teams really killed it Casey and Leroy and CT and Cam they come back from commercial and he says but the winner is Kyle and Anissa. Yeah, I mean, it's about damn time. What do we expect? We should we should get that True. more often. Like the fact that he said, "Oh, in the top two teams, whoever," I like that. But tonight's winner was this. I like that. It's different. One I was expecting it to be one of those two teams. One one thing that we got to bring up, though, even before this episode started, for I think the first time all season, we got an order chosen by the previous winners. Leroy yeah. picked the order. Leroy and Casey picked the order of this that, thing. That used to be a staple. Exactly. We never had that. I mean, me and Andy were just watching, like we said, Battle of the Exes 2. Zach fucking over bananas. Huge plot during the entire episode was that. So, True. I mean, I'm glad to see that stuff, but you know, who knows? Anything else with this episode or uh, not? This this challenge, excuse me. Sorry. No, the answer to your question is no. There's nothing else to this episode. Yeah. 
I think I think that was it for the challenge. For the episode, okay. So challenge madness. <laughs> Hold on. So are we MVP, LVP? God. Where are we, Alex? Take it away. I'm lost. Wow. Um, well, this this is now what I mentioned earlier. In my opinion, the most interesting part of the episode was the whole voting and who's voting for who, where the house vote's going to. Because basically, Kylan and Nisa get the double agent position of being the being the winners, and it kind of quickly turned into Big Corey. I think is what we're still calling that team. Big Corey saying that they wanted. They obviously wanted to be an elimination, uh, and they wanted to be Kyle and Anissa's vote. And so basically, I guess what happened was the whole house kind of agreed that Kyle and Anissa were going to vote uh, for Big Corey. And then the other four teams, I guess, the other four teams were going to pick the other vote or the other voted team. And they basically decided on Darrell and Amber because they had no ties to anybody. At, at least less ties, you know, than the KMCTs, Leroy Casey's of the world. And then it just became, I feel like the whole house put a lot of trust, though, and we'll get into this in the elimination, into, uh, into Kyle and Anissa to actually follow through with, the, with their vote. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea what the fuck you just said. <laughs> Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. With so let's talk. Let's talk elimination, right? Is that where we're? So at? let's talk money. All right. So Boogie's Boogie's writing it tonight was a good episode, and I think there were parts that were really good. What episode did he watch? Battle of the X's episode seven. <laughs> this episode was terrible. There's no no part. Boogie, I'm genuinely curious. What part of this did you find to be good? Because it wasn't the challenge, it wasn't the elimination, and it wasn't the off the field antics. Please enlighten I mean, me, Trev. Continue. <laughs> There's not much to say. I mean this this episode was just all over the place. I feel like I mean we've said it a million times. Give us something entertaining, like a CT versus Darrell, and we didn't get it tonight. And that's the biggest disappointment that I think this season so far. Uh oh. Alex, what were you gonna say? Let's all right, let's fucking get into elimination then. I thought we were wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Um before we get into elimination, um was there like any sort of drama or any storylines that happened throughout this entire 90 minutes that we need to discuss i'm genuinely curious because i picked up on nothing there was really nothing big i mean it i think the biggest stuff that came out of this episode was the last four minutes when you got to see the the teams moving around you got ct coming back to his original partner but we'll get into that in a sec the elimination itself the vote goes down the, the team going in is Darrell and um, Ashley B. God, that, that took me a while. Too long. Amber. Ashley B. Oh, Ashley Amber B. <laughs> I mean, that's just classic me. I, I'm just out of it. Sorry. So, All right. Three, two, one. All right. Amber B. And Darrell. They're going down. So then you have Kyle and Anissa choosing the team. 
Why would you not choose a team with a skull already? Why would you not do that? That makes zero sense. One, you keep Corey out from getting a skull, which is good. Your numbers go down for the final. You send in someone who has a skull. You could have chosen either Leroy to go down, which Leroy, one of the best, one of the best competitors on the show. Oh, let's just move to the next one. CT, another really good one. And then we go to number three, Fezzi over here, University of Tennessee star, where he was probably be the only one that has a possible chance of winning. But you you don't know. You don't know what Darrell brings to the table. And I was very surprised by Darrell's performance, Chattanooga. But seriously, like, I just think the move was stupid. Throw in a team with a gold skull, see what TJ says, and just ride out these vibes. CT versus Darrell, that would have been a hell of a matchup. You know, Jesse Adams is saying, I, I would have picked Leroy. I think Leroy would have killed Darrell. I think Leroy is probably faster than Corey. No? You guys don't agree? I just think a, a CT versus Darrell matchup in a sprint, who wins that? Maybe maybe CT with the strength afterwards if they, you know, it, you know when it's kind of in the middle or whatever. But is Darrell fast enough to even beat, you know, CT in a sprint? I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, that's they, it. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they I mean, talked about what pissed me off and confused me was in the uh, chamber, the chamber of secrets, when Kyle and Anissa were talking, and he said, and Kyle said, "Why don't we vote in CT? Like, let's get CT against Darrell." And then Anissa said, "Oh no, no, we're not doing that." Like, what kind of? I feel like there's been seasons where CT has kicked Anissa to the curb, and now she's sticking up for him some somehow i didn't understand that at all like she completely dismissed kyle and maybe it was just kyle was laughing about it but like anisa has no ties to ct and she was acting like she had some i i also i was gonna call out boogie brown for that comment i'm just curious on where he's at with that so you would rather run a final against darrell than corey I was saying if Darrell was thrown in automatically, and I'm Kyle and Aniso, why would you not throw in CT? A, Corey doesn't have a skull, so he's not in the finals yet, and you eliminate a guy with the skull already, and you either you're, you're literally eliminating either a guy with what three championships versus a guy with four championships. Like, I think it's a no brainer. Yeah, it makes no sense. It was it was totally stupid, but do you expect anything else from Anissa and Kyle? I mean, why are you trying to give them any credit for having an IQ above 40? Absolutely. And, you know, I think Kyle was in the right for it. And Anissa, I think Anissa was the dumb one in the situation because she's like, oh, they're my friends and all that. Oh, yeah. What is going to happen next episode? They're going to throw you fucking down. It's so obvious. Like, you are by the weakest person. You got to go full out now. Nobody is with you. Like, you got to make your moves now and – you know, see what happens. You're not going to beat, you know, I don't know. It just pissed me off, the voting. Wow. Is that rant number two from Trev on the night? No, that's not a rant. Oh. If you want to oh. rant, talk, never mind. We'll, we'll get into that. Um. So I, I would like a word, Trev, if you won't mind. But, no, I'm just kidding. Go ahead, Andy. I mean, I, I thought it was so stupid. I thought Kyle was the – was the one trying to say every team that you said. Kyle's train of thought was spot on, but Anissa had it in her mind that it was going to be Corey all along. And it was – there was no debate. He would say one team, no, no, no. It was so stupid. Just watching that whole interaction made me mad. 
Anissa, I'm not a fan of. This is back-to-back episodes where she made me mad. And and then she made some comment like, oh, like everybody knows Corey's my number one. Like, that's why I'm not voting for – like, that's why I'm doing them the favor. Like, w- wait, what the fuck? He's your number one because you fucked him on Bloodline seven years ago? That's why? You haven't done anything since then to find better allies? Yes. What are we doing? This is the same chick who said she would cry her way to the final. Are you surprised? Yeah. Uh, Boogie Wright, Darrell versus T would have been a good one, but one of them still would have had a skull either way, and I wouldn't want to run against either. But, like, how I see that, you're literally going to have to – you literally have to go against one of them eventually, and now you now you possibly could have had both of them. If Because if Darrell beats Corey, what good of that would have been? Like I feel like that would have nothing would yeah. have been solved. Your your final chances would even be slimmer at that point. I think Corey was the worst possible person you would have thrown in there. Yeah, Corey and was I, without I, a doubt the worst choice. Yeah, yeah, and and Corey obviously because he was the only person without a skull, and like we all recognize Corey as being like a pretty good competitor. I it almost felt like, and obviously because he won, it almost felt like there was just somebody around this whole season who had no life. Like he wasn't doing anything; he was just skating by every episode. He was begging for a shot at the final. And now you give a good competitor like Corey life. Like you give him a chance to actually run the final. So here, you- here's here's a, a, a stupid part about all of this. this tonight, today was a prime example of why there's so many flaws with the skull system. Because if by this point in time in the season, if you're just going to give anyone who doesn't have a skull a chance – to go get theirs this late in the season just because they want to why have it yeah you know what i mean it's so pointless if anything the skull hole system this would have been a perfect dynamic of court you had 12 13 episodes to go get your skull and you didn't yep we're not sending you in sorry buddy absolutely like for them to just bend over and say like yeah go ahead go get your skull you literally realistically, Corey didn't like. You look at episodes one through thirteen; he was never in danger at all, at all. He could have just shown up very, um, what's this words, uh, mercenaries esque, and just rejoin the game and you know take over. It was dumb. God, it's whoever writes this stuff is just so bad. Uh, I mean, Kyle has has beat Corey Fezzi and Leroy in a final before. People do forget that, honestly. Kyle is good in a final. Kyle's good. Yeah, He's but in a final. I think if there's anyone left that I would want running a final against me, who who do you guys pick? Everyone left of all the guys, who's one guy that you would feel confident beating in a final? Oh, who do you think is the one. worst one? I was gonna the say the worst one. Well, yeah, guy who? wise. He said it needs Guy wise, guy wise. I'm going Corey. I would probably go Corey too, just because you've seen him completely break down in a final before. And he's, and he's been in finals and never won one. I think he's been in three already and he's never won one. And you can't overlook the fact that if and when a puzzle comes up, he's toast. Like, absolutely toast. Whatever the max time limit is, it's going on him, period. Yeah. I like that pick. Um, so maybe – so wait a minute. So maybe 
throwing in Corey wasn't a bad move. No, but why? Here, okay. How I look because at you give the worst competitor no. a gold school. I I I I hundred percent get that. In the end, it worked out perfect for them. Corey beat Darrell. It worked out perfect. If Darrell beats Corey there, that was the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. It, it, that, I would have never put myself in that position because I would have never thought Corey would have beaten Darrell, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm not – at this point, I'm just trying to play devil's advocate to try to figure out some rhyme or reason to all the stupid decisions that were made tonight. So I'm with you. Yeah. I mean, I, I would have looked at it as – you know, not thinking, you know, Darrell lost to Corey. And that's why I said I would have done Darrell versus CT and whatever happens, happens. But now I'm curious, what, what do you guys think is going to happen with Big T? Would you just keep her out too? Uh, who, she's partnered with CT now. Uh, I mean, honestly, I don't feel like any of the girls are really going to care either way. Because I feel like, like with – yeah, because I feel like with Corey, you know, he was one without a skull. So maybe they had some thoughts on whether or not they would want to send him in because he has proven that he can win an elimination. But, like, I don't know if Big T, if anybody's going to give, like, a second thought to her. Do you think Do you think someone would gamble going down against Big T to get a new partner? Ooh. Like a Cam. Obviously, Cam got partnered up with a pretty good person. Yeah. But do you think, think they would take the risk? I think maybe, but more likely if it, if this exact situation would have been three episodes ago with like three more teams. Because I feel like at this point, I feel like most of the fat is pretty trimmed. Like I feel like at most guys and most girls that are left, like you can't complain about having any of them, you know, aside uh, uh, from Anissa, maybe Nani. But like I feel like I feel like you have a strong crew that's left here, so I don't know if anybody would be willing to risk going home just to get away from Big T. You know, you know who lucked out really well tonight. As much as it sucks losing her partner, but Amber B, honestly, because she's out of the next girl's elimination. She got a free ride. Yeah, she has a free spot. Yeah, I did think about that. I think that helps her tremendously because now you're literally going to either have Nani Cam who's the last girl Casey versus Big T one of those three are going against Big T or Anissa oh yeah Anissa sorry um because realistically what's going to happen is they'll throw down all the girls will be like oh I don't want to go in we'll, we'll let the winner the winner choose you know who to get thrown in so what's Big T will get her shot it's just who's going to go against her and whoever wins the uh, next challenge is obviously safe and going to choose down who goes against Big T. Yeah, so. or now that she's with CT, they might they have a decent shot at winning the challenge and being able to nominate themselves. Absolutely. Um, so I was very surprised. I know we really haven't gotten into it, but what did you guys think about CT going back to Big T? Well, let's get into it. Well, that's why I asked. <laughs> I mean, it was either Big T or Amber B. Obviously, and I think he's just kind of going with the flow and trying to be that good guy esque, you know, redeem himself esque. Agreed, but this was the second elimination, and that made two for two 
where he was not overly fond of Cam. The like, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. like Night of Hell and this one, he said, and I do think he was serious when he said, yeah. I would have preferred Big T here. So do I think Big T is better than Amber B? No. But do I think CT liked being able to call all the shots for his team with no hesitation? Yes. Yeah. I just think I'm just looking at a spot with CT picking Big T. And I'm just thinking, like, realistically, I think we can all agree, maybe the chat, maybe agree to disagree. I don't know what you guys think, but I think we can all agree Big T's going home in an elimination, right? I don't think she has a Against any of these, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's safe to say. So I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking, like, from CT's perspective, he won't have a partner. He'll go with Amber B, and then would it be the finals? Because how many people do we have, like, four or five? Kyle, I'm, CT, five. five. Five guys, six girls. Five guys, six girls. So do we think there's three more eliminations and then the final, the classic four? Does anyone else feel like the challenge is just kind of kneeing out the clock at this point? Yeah, I felt that episode seven. (laughs) And the reason I say that, Trev, is just because I'm trying to think about where their head's at, like the challenge, what the plan is, and I just have no idea. Because this is the second episode in a row where they literally just start it to end it. That's the only purpose of this episode is to send someone home with nothing in between, not set up any storylines. It's just let's get it over with and get it done. Yeah, I agree. It's two When you have two episodes in a row, I mean, I have no clue what they're thinking. I, I think the only thing that would make this – that would get the challenge in this season back on the rails is to do a big twist, like a redemption house or like a mercenaries, which I think we can all agree is probably not going to happen. So like I'm kind of just ready for CT to give someone a check and then to talk and let's get into the reunion show. Uh, Jesse Adams wrote, Andy, cheer up, my guy. March Madness starts tomorrow. Whoa, whoa, whoa. March Wait. Madness started last week. What are you talking about, Jesse? We'll, we'll get into that. God. Um, but the real question, where's Indiana playing this week? Probably like YMCA. Same place X is playing out. Um, so, so what did you guys think about the elimination round itself? Corey going against Darrell. My first question to you guys in the chat is this this is the same one, right, that uh, Wes and Devin did. But it's but I said it was longer. But they like Wes and like when I think back to Wes and Devin and you know the the stir the pod fans remember that we all have very blurry memories of that night. Uh, but like they Wes and Devin were both like crawling in the sand, like they were both evenly matched to the point where they you know reached the same spot at the same time. Whereas this one, I mean, Corey just smoked them both times. Like so, yeah. it was the same elimination. It was just Corey did it that well and that lopsided of a, of, a, of a performance that he won, right? Yeah. And, and, he, well, he just basically outran him. It was ridiculous. I mean, yeah. like, and I think that's the problem when you start building, you, you know, 
they start making it like guys versus girls and they make it harder for the guys or whatever, make it longer. Then it becomes down to a sprint basically, because when you make it smaller, the, you know, the distance between Darrell and Corey would have not been that big. Well, and that's, that's a good point. And that's what's stupid because they made this longer for no reason. Absolutely. Like, all of the adjustments has been like a, a initial guys challenge that's getting adapted for girls yeah. or vice versa. Why? This was a this was a Wes and Devin challenge that was adapted for um, Darrell and Corey. There's no point to that, but it kind of ruined the entire challenge or the entire elimination. It did, and they like why fix something that's not broken? Because like, and let me, I mean, think about think about if in the same exact format as Devin and Wes, if these two went up against each other, I think Darrell would have a decent shot. I'm not saying he would win, but he would have a much better shot than he did tonight. Well, yeah, the fact that yeah. we didn't get them wrestling in the sand, sorry, Alex, didn't get them wrestling in the sand was the biggest di- like disrespect. Like, give us, give us the small route. We don't give a shit. We like seeing if Darrell can last, you know, an hour and a half or Corey can last an hour and a half. And then, you know what? You go again or whatever. Like that's the stuff we like to see, but the fact that like it was literally what five seconds, like f- you know, you do the sprint and bound. It was like a suicide basically and back. Uh, go ahead, Alex. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. I, I mean, just to build off that, like if you look at on paper and you say Corey and Darrell are going against each other in elimination, like Corey's strengths would be an elimination built around speed, like having a quick quick burst, being able to turn on a dime. And Darrell's strengths would be endurance, you know, maybe like uh, like wrestling, you know, physical man-on-man combat, like those types of things. And Darrell got none of that. Darrell got everything that was out of his wheelhouse, and Corey got everything that was right up his wheelhouse. And so, like, and like, I'm not not necessarily making an excuse for Darrell or anything, but like, I mean, that's just when they made this elimination and they knew that it was this probably these two guys going against each other, like you knew that, I mean, this was made for Corey to beat Darrell in this. Yeah. And for love by you and Boogie, I'm not necessarily saying Darrell would have won for them being in, you know, the sand and it would have been, you know, you know, as long as it lasted, but it would have been more entertaining and stuff. The fact that they, this elimination and I like both of these people. Like I'd love to see both of these guys go at it more in an elimination. But the fact that it lasted ten seconds total is not what you want to see. Like you, you want to see them who can last longer, who will break first, and do that. And I don't know. I could be wrong with this. Probably am because I don't really remember that well. Devin and West. But did they do a best two out of three? I thought it was just one shot, and that was it. I think it was just one shot. I, it might be a best two out of three. I might. I just, think that's a question for the chat. Yeah. But, but it was I that Like, they were both on the ground, like, fighting for every inch, whereas this one, it was just like, Corey's gone, he wins. Like, no, yeah. not mm-hmm. either of them got, got to the point where they were digging, trying to, you know, get their footing and all of that. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was weird. Why fix something that's not broken? Just – have them do the normal thing. You don't need to go over the top and add another four poles or whatever. Just do it normal. And that's what makes me scared. Um, what other eliminations have they done this year? Like they haven't done, have they done a T-bone yet or no? They have, right? They've done a couple hall brawls. Yeah. So we'll use hall brawl. For example, if hall brawl comes up next elimination, what are they going to do next? Make it a hundred meters? Like, 
<laughs> well, mean, no, remember this past hall brawl, they added some balls for some reason. Yeah, you had to carry it. And, but, and yeah. really what all of that is is just the producers being lazy as fuck. Like they're yes. they're they're bringing back the same eliminations and giving some twist. Like, oh, there's these foam balls. Oh, we made the these bungee cords ten yards longer and playing it up as oh, we made this twice as tough this time. This is the toughest this elimination. This is two times harder. Get the fuck it's out of here. So it's so stupid. It's literally the stupidest thing ever. And and you know what's the worst part about the season? Is all the castmates, all the quitting, the challenges suck. It's ninety yes. minutes. What are yes. you gonna say? But this is the third time we've seen this elimination this season. Third time. Give us something new. Who else was it besides Wes and Devin? It was, it was a girls' one, right? I thought the girls went, and maybe I'm thinking it a variation of it, like Teresa, how she went home, like with the robes. Just, I thought thing the girls was, did it. I thought this was only the second. I thought Wes and Devin, and I thought the girls went I, at it. I kind of remember TJ saying that this was the third rendition of this elimination. Chat, what do we got? But I'm trying to – and that's, a, that's the, another bad thing about the season is I'm trying to think right now. I can't now even remember like, them. It's all, it's all just forgetful. Of girls' eliminations, the fucking Ambers went into a hall, hall brawl. Uh, mm-hmm. Anissa beat Torian. I think it was a ball-throwing thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, so Casey versus Teresa was called the exact same name. It was literally called Snapping Point. Snapping Point, the name, has been played three times. So yeah, it, oh. it, it was that game I was talking about. It was just a reverse variation of it, which was that one was a best. That was a one-time thing, and I, Devin was the best two out of three. And I, I like the Casey, Casey Teresa one a little bit better than this because it was both like there was no way you could just sprint all the way. Absolutely, it was more of who can out muscle the other person, like Jesse Adams, right? Casey did smoker. It, I think it. I don't even know. I think Teresa might have gotten one pull and. Obviously, Casey got all of them, all three. Yeah. But, you so, know, I'm, I'm looking at these stuff, and, I mean, we've had that three times. We've had Ring of Spies twice. We've had Dead Ringer, th- technically three eliminations of it. We've had all everyone, everyone have Ring in the name? Fire Escape? No. Asset Destruction? Dead Ringer? We've had that. I mean, we're just going to get another bullshit same one. It's either – I'm telling you right now. I'm calling this right now. Next elimination is probably going to be fire fire escape. You heard it here first. It's only happened twice. It has not happened since episode seven. Calling it right now. You can record me now. Fire escape is probably going to be the next one. Or maybe asset destruction. That that one also hasn't happened. (laughs) But we'll get into that. All right. Do we have any final thoughts? I'm surprised we're even lasting this long. Yeah, I know. We're, we're talking about nonsense. This episode sucked. The season has been miserable. No, I would not say that. The season has not been miserable. Season's been very meh. Very C-plus-esque, I would say. Miser- C- miserable to me is like a, like bloodlines like F. Like, what would you rate it? Like a D? If I'm tiering the challenges, because I always like to do top tier of like, I will rewatch seasons, very entertaining. Mid tier being, I might rewatch it. It was entertaining to watch the first time at least. Third tier being, 
You're never I forced myself to watch this. I will never even think about rewatching it. This falls into that tier easily. Easily. On that tier, I'm like, we've had we've had we've had no challenges that have been good. The trivia's been awful. We've had castmates quit left and right. Like, what has been good about this? Like, genuinely, what has been like a highlight where like, oh, this season was good because of fill in the blank. I don't know. I don't know, Andy. Like, what what have been your guys' highlights so far? I'm literally just curious. It's better than Total Madness? I would say probably, yeah. Yeah. Would you say it's better than Total Madness? I think the whole whole partner swapping from episode to episode is something that they've never done before. And I think that aspect of the format has, has worked well. The whole Skulls thing is just, uh, has been a complete bust, just like it was last season. But I enjoy that aspect of it. I think as they've gotten to the second half of the season and they've started to repeat these fucking eliminations, that's been a that's been a knock against the season. I think overall, um, I think overall it's been good. But you also have people like Devin and Josh. As much as we hate Josh, he was an entertaining guy. Going home the last few weeks, like that, kind of hurts where we're at now. But I think, I think I think there's still I think there's still five episodes left. I think those five episodes could go either way. I just think, you know, I'm I'm looking at I'm just like thinking what they've done in the past and stuff like this. And I understand why they brought the gold to it, the the skull twist in, excuse me. They were, you know, everybody was complaining that, you know, nobody everybody skated to the finals. You had Kara and stuff just skating in the finals, the alliances and stuff like that. And I agree. I, I think I think the skull twist was to an extent. Well, I mean, you had people going in that didn't want to go in and stuff. So I think now it's just kind of like repetitive and you don't really want that. And I'm trying to find like that middle ground. That's almost like you, you like it, but you don't. And I would say almost like, you know, let's just say you add a few more people to the cast. Let's say it's like a 32, 16 and 16, 16 guys, 16 girls. And you throw in two purges during the games where three people got eliminated. How would you like that? I mean, that would be great, honestly, because I feel like it would pick up the pace of this. Like, I feel well, that, like... That's that, the thing. I mean, I, if I, you were hurt... Sorry, go ahead. I just, I feel like one of the things, and we talk about this, you know, usually at the beginning of the seasons of it, is like in this era of the challenge where you have seasons that are 16, 17, 18 episodes, you're always going to get that middle of the season that just is not that good. Like you can't, yeah. I feel like this cannot produce 19, 20 episodes in a row that are all like, and right now we're in the middle of that. And I think we're near the end and hopefully getting towards, you know, a good final, good end of the season and all that. But right now we're just going through the middle of that. See what I would do if I'm a producer, I would do, you know, like I said, the 16 and 16, the first episodes and stuff, you'll have the, the rookies go out. That's how the game's always been played, straight up. Back in the good – you look at – I'm talking about the older seasons and stuff. You start throwing them in. There's no skulls. There's no it's, – it's just, you know, ride your way to the um, – ride your way to the final. So you have six – you go 16, 15, 14, all those elimination. You have the guys' elimination the same day as the girls' elimination, right? Voting, last place person or whatever – Kind of like a free agent test. Last place person, last place team, sent straight in. Everybody else, it's a house vote all the way around. Winning team, safe. 
You do something like that. 16's eliminated, 15's eliminated, 14's eliminated. Then you do a purge. You knock out 14, 13, 12, or what do I say? 13, 12, 11, whatever. You do two more eliminations, and then you do one more purge. And then you have the final like seven battled out to that four spot. Do something like that. But Trev, what you're forgetting is what are we going to do about cups? Yeah. At this point, it's literally like it's it's like the next basketball coach at IU. I don't care who it is because it's going to be an upgrade from what we got. I don't care what format we do after this because it's going to be better. I don't care. Throw in three gold skulls. Like there's a, there's a million gold skulls. You get one for showing up because at this point, TJ is giving out gold ribbons to anyone who's on the challenge. So like at this point, anything is – let's try to fix it. So – I like the double purge idea. I think that'd be a good way to mix up the midseason lulls and kind of keep everyone on their toes. But I mean, I would also just be open to like anything. Yeah, and something different too. I I mean, the the stuff that we've talked about tonight is the the repetition they've done. The fact that we are seeing the same goddamn eliminations in a nineteen episode season three times is a joke. It, it's the laziest writing you can possibly make. And I don't want to hear this COVID bullshit and all that. They have enough money to do it. Let's be real. They have enough money to fund and do whatever. Just throw a, a T-bone down there. Just just go put a rope up and have them wrestle it out or whatever. Do that once. It's not they, that difficult. It's, it, I, it's just production, I think, is dropping the ball. And I think they've been doing such a terrible job. Shorten the season. No season, even Battle of the Exes. If Battle of the Exes 2 was 19 episodes, it would not have been a, as good of a season. Guess what? If you make an, a season that's going to be 19 episodes, even if it's the best season ever, it's not going to be that great because it's 19 episodes. Shorten it to the 12s to 14s of the world. Make it 60 minutes so that way every episode is packed of exciting, entertaining content. And guess what? It's a good season. Like the, the, those are two small things where you could have any amount of bozos. You could have Josh. You could have Amanda. You could have Ashley. You could have all the Ambers in the world that you want. But as long as you just do small changes like that, it would make for a much, much better season. Yeah, I agree. Alex, anything before we go into March Madness? I, I don't think so. I'll just go over kind of the decisions that happened here. Uh, so Darrell goes home, Corey wins, Corey gets his pick of the partner, he picks Cam, uh, which leaves CT to pick his partner, which kind of touched on who picks Big T, uh, and then that leaves Amber Rogue, and that is basically the episode, episode 14. Yeah, I mean, couldn't have said it better myself. So segments tonight, what, what are we thinking, Alex? Starting off with the challenge bracket? Yeah, I, I think I think we start with Challenge Madness. Um, again, for anybody who's new to the podcast or the live stream, Challenge Madness is a segment that we introduced a couple weeks ago where the three of us ranked our 32 best challenge teams of all time. We put them onto a bracket, and every week, every, every week uh, we put out the polls for all the matchups. You guys vote. And then every Wednesday after the episode, we debate all the matchups. Um, we debate all the matchups. And then as we're debating them, the polls are still going to be live. So that, uh, that'll that be good. And I think 
So last week when we debated first round, there were 16 matchups. A lot of them were pretty easy to go through. So we have we have eight matchups tonight. I think we can go through them, three of us, uh, one by one, kind of give our thoughts on them, the embrace debate, and then. Uh, but it's still up to the fans on who the vote who the vote is for. Yeah. So with that being said, let's bring out the let's bring out the bracket. This is the updated bracket we got, uh, and what we're going to do for the first time um, is we're going to drop uh, the link to this stream in the chat right now. And if you guys want to join our video chat, embrace debate, whatever you guys are thinking, we're happy to answer the questions for you. See. See, I don't even know if you can join. We'll, we'll, we'll just kind of mess around, see what, what what's possible. Uh, the link is out right now. Feel free. We will add you in, and uh, we'll just go from there. So with that being said, we got the, the chat it's, or the uh, bracket itself, as you can see in the dome region, getting updated. Oh, where did that go? All right, updated right here. We got Emily and Paula. Easy win they had. So they're moving on, and they're taking on CT and Adam, which what do you guys think about that matchup? A, a one versus a four-five. One versus four-five? Or four, excuse me, sorry. One versus four, sorry. It could have been a five, honestly. I, I think CT and Adam, as a four seed, could have beaten other one seeds that we have. But I just, at this point, Emily and Paula – we talked about this in our preview show. They're so dominant. They're such a strong one seed that I don't think they're going to have any trouble here. Uh, right now, the voting is Emily and Paula have 73% of the vote. CT and Adam had 27%. I honestly thought it would be a little closer just because of CT, his his name factor. Um, but I just think Emily and Paula, so strong. Too strong to have a, a trouble in the first couple rounds. Yeah, Andy, anything or – no, I mean, I think we talked about this. I anticipate them getting a clean shot to the Final Four. Nothing changes here. Gotcha. So moving on to the next matchup, we had Jordan and Sarah take beating Leroy and Nile, which I'm a little disappointed by. Um, I thought Leroy and Nile would put up a better fight than they did. Uh, don't actually have the numbers. Alex, do you have the numbers on any of this? or It's no uh, big deal. We'll get uh, into it. All right, perfect. And then we also had Evelyn and Paula beating Bananas and Nani. Not really surprised there. We thought that would happen. So the Jordan and Sarah versus Evelyn and Paula matchup. I kind of like this matchup. I I kind of tend to lead to Jordan and Sarah on this one. Uh, yeah, I mean, right I, now they're, they're the three seed, and they have 77%. Andy? I agree. I mean, and I don't know if it's because we're watching Exodus <laughs> 2 right now. But this is going to be a good matchup, and I do think Jordan Sarah might squeak by. Yeah, I and I and I wonder too if maybe part of the reason Evelyn and Paula are kind of falling by the wayside here is when you think back to rivals, you mainly think of the guys' teams because it's like CT and Adam, Wes and Kenny, Johnny and Tyler, and all those guys. Whereas like and like I, Evelyn and Paula were great; like they killed that season. But when you think back to that season, you think of the guys, and then when you think of Paula on Rivals, you think of Rivals too with Paula and Emily. So I feel like it's just kind of when you think back to Evelyn and Paula, it's almost like an afterthought, even though they deserve a two seed. But uh, Jordan and Sarah were a good three seed here, and it looks like they're probably going to advance. Yeah, absolutely. So, so, I, so I don't, 
So I don't think in the first two matchups, the three of us, none of us, we don't have any disagreements yet. Right? No, no, I don't think so. Okay. So moving on to the jungle region, we have Coral and Evan being the one seed, easily defeating Wes and Nani, and Jordan and Marlon beating Vince and Jenna. So the one and the four move on. No surprise there either. Uh, this mat next matchup is kind of like a thing we've been talking about. Is it going to be a younger vote or an older vote? Do people even know who Coral and Evan are? Um, as of right now, Alex, do we have those stats? Right now we got Coral and Evan leading at 58%, Jordan and Marlin at 42 Uh We've seen from the, some of the early results last week, like that's still close enough for it to change, for it to switch. It, it's a 16 percentage gap right now but it could close very quickly and that's still pretty close but coral and evan are up right now yeah i mean it's a close match um i kind of hope i really want jordan and marlin to move on uh i really like that team a lot uh and it's you know it's it's different it's not a one seed you know i think in the whole first round total i think we had two upsets only which we're about to get into one of them but i kind of like seeing you know different teams win and kind of move on. So any, any other statements, Andy, are you good? I love Coral and Evan. I would love to see them win it all. Oh, I don't think it's necessarily going to happen. You would like to see a team win it all that didn't even finish a season together, let alone finish a season. I mean, obviously they got hurt, but the best that never was very Mr. Beautiful esque. God, Wait, wait. So, so Trev, if you, you're casting your vote for this matchup, who's your vote for? For which one? Coral and Evan, Jordan Marlin. What if I told you I voted for Jordan and Marlin? Well, I voted for Jordan and Marlin, too. I'm a man of my word, like I said. I think I really like that team. I, I kind of want them to win. I, I would like to see the next matchup, and we'll get into it right now, the Ashley and Hunter and CT and Wes. I think CT and Wes will dominate this. Uh, but even a little bit before that, how surprised are you guys that Landon and Carly God, Landon and Carly lost to Ashley and Hunter? Not surprised, but I don't think it's the right answer. I agree with that. I agree. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not mad, but I'm disappointed in the voting. Yes, well, and, that's how I feel. And this one, I think, was the absolute closest of all of the first round matchups. I think it was like fifty-one percent to forty-nine. Yeah. But Ashley and Hunter and CT and West. I mean, CT and West were absolutely killing them right now. Ninety-three to seven percent. Absolutely. And I, I don't really think there's a, a case. Like, if Landon and Carly would have made it, I think you could make a case for them over CT and West, but I just don't think that you can argue Ashley and Hunter there. Yeah, I like I said, I, I just don't see this really even being close. So. so then in the next region, the arena region, we have Bananas and Sarah beating Mike and Leroy. So, Andy, I'm sorry your Mike and Leroy did not, you know, get the win. It was close in the beginning, and then Bananas and Sarah, you know, very similar to Rivals 3 dominate the rest of the way uh so bananas and sarah won and then our other upset of the whole first round with ct and diem versus wes and Teresa and ct and Diem picking up the dub 
And I don't know if you guys remember the dark horse that I picked, but I did say CT and DM. Moving on. I don't know what the official totals are right now. I don't know if I remember that. God, we'll check the tapes. They were my dark horse. Right now, Bananas and Sarah in this matchup are at 52% CT and DM at 48. This is going to go down to the wire. You do not want to go home now. I mean, fair play. All right. Next one, Battle of the Wesses. We got Wes and Casey beating Ty and Emily and Wes and Kenny beating Darrell and Aviv. Um, who you got in this one? Wes and Casey versus Wes and Kenny. I think it's pretty obvious. I know where one person's leaning towards. Uh, so Andy, what are you thinking? <laughs> I mean, I, if there's anything tied to Mr. Beautiful, I'm voting for it, but this one does intrigue me a little bit. Explain. Because I, I've always, always been a big fan of Wes and Casey. That team. I love big, fresh meat fan. That team was a very good team. So I don't know. I mean, I could see some votes getting thrown their way, but I mean, I'm obviously going to stick with Mr. Beautiful any day of the week. Wow. Not surprised. I'm I'm surprised it's not a little closer right now. Wes and Kenny have 82% of the vote. Wow. I I think Wes and Casey though, is just a, they're a good team and they're just an interesting team because if you look at these two teams before those seasons started, you would say that Wes and Kinney are a big favorite. Like they're good. They're one of the top teams of that season. Whereas Wes and Casey, I mean, Casey was like what 90 pounds, couldn't lift up a weight. She was terrible. And they ended up finishing third, Wes and Kinney finishing, finishing uh, one spot ahead of them. So almost like the same result. Whereas Wes and Casey were just the worst team overall. So, I mean, I think it makes sense to throw your vote to Wes and Kenny here. I think this is just an interesting matchup. Yeah, absolutely. Who else remembers Casey's uh, – they did their little, like, 40-yard dash and the push-ups and the obstacle course. Who else remembers Casey just running into the wall over and over again? That's, a, that's another thing. Why can't they go back to, like, stuff like that, like a, a little combine episode like that to choose – I guess, you know. But what format would that be for? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. If only there was a way, you know, we could make uh, a season for it or anything like that. Nothing really comes to my mind. Alex, what were you thinking could happen? I mean, I've I've recently come up with the idea of, like, doing some sort of, and I just thought of this the other day, like doing some sort of, like, almost like a Fresh Meat 3 challenge. like Fresh Meat 3? Dude, that's the first time I've heard of that, and that is money. You like that? That is a great idea, Alex. I think we should definitely – I think you should definitely take that and run with it. I think that is so fucking smart. I, I've been kind of nervous to share that idea with people, so it, it, it it's, it's encouraging that, you know, I'm getting some positive feedback on that right now. I, yeah. I've always wanted, to, you know, to pursue Fresh Meat 3 as an option for these producers, so I'm glad that somebody's finally listening to my idea. Yeah, great work, Alex. I'm so proud. Good job. All right, so with that being said, let's go to the last region, the Redemption House. We got Kenny and Laurel, another Kenny team, taking on Kara and Laurel. Interesting matchup. Um, Which way are we leaning on this one? I think Kenny and Laurel should be the heavy favorite. But don't say 
So right now, this is the only matchup on the board where the underdog is currently ahead. Wow. Cara and Laurel. Excuse me? Cara and Laurel have 51%. Kenny and Laurel have 49%. we will get into that. God. Looks like some uh, Kenny fans have to cast their votes. Dot, dot, dot. And then our last matchup, we got Bananas and Camilla versus Bananas and Tyler. Uh, what are we thinking about this one? Ooh, this is this is actually the second one where the underdog is ahead. Bananas and Camilla have sixty-two percent. Holy cow! Over Bananas and Tyler. Bananas and Tyler, the two seed, are only at thirty-eight percent. Uh oh! Don't sleep. Where I mean, where's where are your guys' votes going for this one? I had Kenny I'm, and Laurel, and I had Bananas and Tyler. I went. I'm going. Bananas and Tyler and Kenny and Laurel. See, I'm for sure going Kenny and Laurel. I think for the next one, I might be going Bananas and Camilla. I might be going Bananas and Camilla because let me go this route with you. When you think, when you think of bracket-worthy guys' teams from rivals, who do you think of? You think of Wes and Kenny, you think of Bananas and Tyler, you think of CT and Adam, Mike and Leroy. When you think of bracket-worthy teams from X's one, you think of Bananas and Camilla, maybe Ty and Emily, God. and then that's about okay. it. I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I just think you look at a season like Rivals, though, I mean, that's one of the most stacked seasons ever. And you, you look at teams like that. You don't think so, Andy? I think it was one of them. I think it's up there. I'm not saying it's the most stacked season of all time. I think it was a stacked season. Whoa. Easy, but pal. That's not I, what I was going to – that's not – I saw, I saw the little – Whoa. 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 Just take it easy, man. God. Let me go this route with you. I agree. God. <laughs> But I think the reason that happens is because I didn't feel like Bananas and Tyler were actually rivals throughout that entire season. And that's why I think it kind of stuck out. I mean, Wes and Kenny hated each other. CT wanted to smash Adam's face and eat it. Bananas and Tyler, there was a little voting on their, on their rookie season. Yeah. They weren't rivals. They didn't hate each other. So I think that factors into why you don't think about them. Yeah. So, any last any last statements with the bracket? I mean, I mean, it's obviously these eight matchups are obviously all much closer than the first round. So it will be interesting to see how it kind of shakes up. We do have. Uh, we said what? There's two upsets first round, yep. and I think it's shaping up for maybe there to be one to three upsets this round. Uh, again, if you guys are listening to the podcast Thursday morning. The votes should still be open. So go to our at for the pod pin tweet and go get your votes in. Yeah. So with that being said, I say we head over to the MVP LVP lounge. Yeah. Well, there's one quick segment I think we had, we had before MVP LVP of the night and it was who's Corey's partner. Who's Corey's Big partner? T. 
So episode, I, I think Big T will break the curse for Corey. I do too. You mean Gabby? Uh, no, no, Gabby, no, no. Gabby was still part of the course. Oh, or is it? It's not. An, is it an Amber? He's rogue. He's rogue. He's rogue. Uh, that's right. Wait. No, he is he back with Big T? Dude. I thought I thought he was back with Big T. All right, cut the shit. He's with Gabby. Let's just move on. <laughs> so Corey is with Cam, actually, right? Oh, I think that's right. Let's check our stats, guy. Has to pull that one up. Beep, boop, beep, boop, boop. All right, MVP, LVP, son. Glory. What's the order? The chat's looking a little dead tonight. St. Patty's Day went a little too hard for some people. Love yeah, by you Ryan, loves those green beers a little too much. Ryan McCord, JS Paul, all those guys. <laughs> Honestly. Dot, dot, dot. So are we just – are we waiting for the first MVP, LVP? I mean – Who wants it? I'm guessing – I mean, the money's got to be on Jesse Adams to, you know, come out of left field and throw it in there. But at this pace, I don't know. I mean – I think the chat's kind of like actually dead. It might be frozen, honestly. I don't know. All right, Trev, Trev, you pick the order. All right. The order for tonight's is going to be the MVP is going to be Andy first. If it was not St. Patrick's Day, he's going third. Andy's going third. Trev's going second. Alex going first. Wow. So the order is Alex, Trev, Andy? Correct. So Alex, MVP, let me fix the little lower third for us. MVP, LVP time. And I, I think I don't want to harp too much on the theme of our recap, but I think the MVPs here are – there's not a whole lot to choose from. <laughs> there's not a whole lot to choose from uh, in a bad episode. Uh, oh man, this is tough. Actually, I think my MVP. I guess I'll go with. Oh, this is tough. I'll go with you know. I'm gonna go with Casey. Wow. And I know that's completely random, but the reason I'm going Casey is just because she did nothing. I think everybody else in this episode pissed me off. Corey pissed me off. Kyle pissed me off. They they were the winners, you know, of the competitions. Uh, Darrell pissed me off by going home. CT pissed me off. So I'm just I and I can't even pick TJ because he didn't do anything. I can't fucking pick the chat tonight. So I think sort of my neutral. Don't have a strong case for her aside from there's no strong case to be made for a whole lot of other people. Wow. I don't, I don't even know what Casey did. I think that's a good pick. I am going with my MVP tonight is going to be Amber B. And I'm going with Amber B because she might have just punched her ticket to the finale. We don't know that yet. But she might have just punched her ticket to the finale. Not to mention, if Big T goes into an elimination, 
her new partner would be CT. She's safe. Amber B's safe from elimination. She's good to go. If Big T goes in next time and she loses, CT's now her partner. It's a great person to have as a person. I think she's in a great spot right now. She's safe. I don't know. Nobody else deserves it. Honorable, men honorable mentions Paramount Plus for letting me watch fucking Battle of the X's too. Watch it. Andy, MVP? So for my MVP, I'm going to go with Paramount Plus. God, are you serious? That's my pick. Yeah, That's my good. pick. I mean, at least, at least that's a way where I can watch the challenge and get entertainment out of it. I mean, at this point in time, MTV live at 8 p.m. on Wednesday ain't doing it. So I might as well do Paramount Plus every night with Trev watching Battle of the X's 2 and getting some dose of the challenge that is actually entertaining. So Paramount Plus is my pick, and I'm happy about it. Wow. LVP tonight. I think you can give a lot of things from LVP. Um, I mean, we, we could go on for days. But who, if you could narrow it down to one, LVP, Andy. Um, the challenge. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Explain. I ha I have to. Um, and and I mean I've got a couple honorable mentions that I'm sure you, at least one of you guys will take. But I mean, I mean a challenge that could mean anything. I mean the the whole show the whole show is in a state of just disaster right now. It is an absolute dumpster fire. It's comparable to Indiana basketball in February. I mean it is just an absolute nightmare right now. It really is. It really is. And we've talked about it all episode. There's nothing to look forward to. They have no storylines that are exciting at this point in time. No one's entertaining anymore. It sucks. It sucks. It's been it's been really bad for the past couple episodes and they have teed up nothing. I don't think I've ever we have how many episodes left? Like 5 Four or five. This was five. fourteen. Yeah, I've never been less excited for the final five episodes of a season. I think ever. Like my challenge excitement at this point is, I can't say zero out of ten. I'll give it a one. Like I'm not excited for next Wednesday. Am I going to do it? Yeah, because I got to. We owe it to the AWLs. God, was that from Shrek? Watch it. I don't Anyways. know what that was. That that was very close to my LVP tonight because I don't know what the fuck that was. Yes. So that I mean, I no I don't think anyone knows what that was, but no, my <laughs> MB, my LVP is the challenge. Just, um, just terrible. For some reason <laughs> we lost connection. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. Um my LVP tonight. God, I could say a lot of things. But my LVP tonight is going to be Team Anissa and Kyle uh, for their pick. I think that was one of the worst decisions they possibly could have made. I kind of went off on it earlier. I mean, nobody's your friend in this game. So you owe nothing. You owe anybody. You, you don't owe anything to anybody. 
couldn't get those words out of my mouth. It was all jumbled up, you know, but you know, <laughs> I mean, I just think you keep Corey out. There's not a school there. You keep big T out too. There's not a school there. And then you eliminate two people with the skull. You're well eliminate one person with the skull. It's a win-win situation. Bada bing, bada ba, move on. Great also, Honorable mention, LVP, is Team of the Week 26. It was a real fucking joke. Terrible. Terrible. Let down across the board, except for Lord Trump Martinez and KDB. Oh, I, I what's in the door? Honorable mentions for LVP. I think my pick, though, is going to be St. Patrick. St. Patrick. Explain. I think based off the Twitter traction, the YouTube chat, I just don't think a lot of people were watching tonight. Uh, St. Patrick's Day being on a Friday, Saturday, even a Sunday, it's always a great time of the year. Uh, falling on a Wednesday kind of fucks everybody over. You know, you, you, you got the weekend before, you got the weekend after, and then you just get stuck in between. Uh, a lot of a lot of AWLs that we usually look forward to seeing, which would have made the recap a little more fun, a little more uh, you know interactive, just didn't didn't live up to the hype. Uh, I think honorable mentions. You have the viewers, us, the challenge, all of those types of things. But I think my pick is going to be St. Patrick. So let me go this route with you, and I totally agree on the chat not being as lively as it usually is, which, you know, is understandable, but we did have a couple people just flat out bail in general. Bailing has been a common theme for a few folks these days. Um, but is St. Patrick's maybe is St. Patrick, maybe the MVP. Cause it was very clear that St. Patrick trumped the challenge. Wow. I've never thought I would think about it that way. You got a point. So, well, for the people still watching, thank you guys. You guys are the real people out there. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're still grinding. What else is new? Uh, fuck anybody else, you know, especially people who quit last minute, you know. But but how much do we charge for the Patreon? Oh, we charge uh, $0 for it. Okay, yeah, because I've seen, I've seen what's-his-name Jaeger posting a lot of shit for that. You know, OGs. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Thank you guys for listening to a brand new podcast show. You've been listening to the number one rated free challenge podcast. You follow us on Twitter at Stir the Pod. I've been your host, Trevor. Thank you guys. Love you guys. Shout out, Duffy. Bye bye. Love you guys.